A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to J Rod Concerts the Podcast, everybody. This is Jimmy Rodriguez, your host, this and every episode. We come to you again from Bear Shadow Music Festival in North Carolina, a festival we attended late April, April 28th through 30th. Incredible festival. And we are with two incredible talents today, ladies and gentlemen, Myron Elkins and Neil Francis. So if you don't know their names, you definitely should put them on your radar. Uh, Myron Elkins, you should remember, he was on our show previously at Rebels and Renegades uh, Music Festival episode last year. And um, Neil Francis is an absolute barnstormer of a performer, an artist, and you should know him as well, guys. So um, Neil just released an incredible album called Sentimental Garbage. Powerful album uh, and a follow-up to 2021's In Plain Sight. So he's kind of on a roll there, uh, just releasing Magic. Uh, And Myron, friend of the show, released earlier this year Factories, Farms, and Amphetamines. Instant smash hit critically acclaimed, and it's a barnstormer of a piece of art, for sure. Uh, with Neil, we chat about you know his personal and artistic new chapter, after he overcame some life challenges with addiction and whatnot, how the comeback is always better than the setback, and the reasons why he still loves performing after all these years. With Myron, we discuss what albums changed his life forever, what success has taught him about the music industry at a young age, and how he disconnects on his days off. So incredible conversations, incredible talent, and uh, really glad you guys can join us. By the way, we have a newsletter. Uh, it's a great newsletter, guys. It goes out every Friday. We send the five new songs you should know. Easy to unsubscribe if you don't like it. jrodconcertsmedia.com for more. We'd love to have you. Let's get on with it. Neil Francis and Myron Elkins on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How you doing, man? Doing good. Good. Um, this year has been such a whirlwind for you. By the way... Congratulations on your on your two albums from the Thank past you. years. Thank you. I was dude. I, I see it almost like as a double album. Thank you. You Thank know, you. I don't know if you intended for that, but just the way the songs slowly slip into your soul. You know. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Well, you're talking about sentimental garbage, the yeah. EP, and Absolutely. in plain sight. Absolutely. Yeah, those are definitely. Uh, they they could be included as a work, together. Yeah. Yeah, I'd man. say. Yeah, man. They're fantastic, and I wanted to ask you, Neil, because. I feel like we're kind of the same age, but you've been on the road all your life, pretty mm-hmm. much playing piano since little. What are some of the things that, like, 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 what's your why for music now that's changed, like, from way back then? What's my what? Your why. Your why. My why? Your why. Yeah. Why do, why, why, why do you do this? That's a good question. I don't know. I still, it still excites me, the process of... Yeah writing a good song yeah it's hard to do yeah uh it seems like it gets harder which is weird but like the longer i do it i don't know but it, it makes it more fulfilling when i sure. hit something that i find exciting you know yeah. uh so i keep doing that i also just love doing this i love performing absolutely and i love being with my band mates they're like my family yeah so. well, you know neil your story, I think, is one of resilience. 
like you have like the most beautiful story and you've talked enough about your struggles in the past and all that but you know I, I think that you know the comeback is better than the setback you know and I feel like it's so great to see you rocking Red Rocks and seeing all these places you're gonna rock this year man because it makes it more fulfilling because of your first chapter right? yeah man I agree uh, I sometimes get a chance to have a moment of clarity and realize just how um, unusual and unlikely my being in this position is, yeah. you know, given how things are going, but also just in general, yeah. uh, it's, it's, a, it's a gift to be able to do this. Yeah, so I imagine you just see every gig different now, it's like... It's like an opportunity. I still get bogged down, yeah. you know, like everybody in the day-to-day. And I have a practice that when I'm strong in my routine, I, yeah. I, I am able to be in a place of gratitude. Yeah. But, you know, there's some times when I'm a human being and sure. when I'm at, at the end of my... Uh, like limits of strength and uh, energy, yeah. you know, that I, I, I react as, as anybody would, you know, but um, yeah, it's, it's been a good year, uh, a lot of headlining shows this year that have been really great. Yeah. And, uh, Which one are you looking forward to? Well, uh, we have these shows in New Orleans coming up yeah. that are going to be outstanding, yeah. um, a lot of them are already sold out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're playing four shows in New Orleans, and uh, three of the four are sold out. So yeah. I'm really stoked. I love it, man. So, yeah. ahead, so thank you for your time. But yeah, just wanted to tell you, man. That oh, I right on, that, Jamie. I think that you know, by you spreading the gospel to everybody this year, it's not just about your incredible two albums and your whole your whole catalog, but I think it's about a story of like you know the comeback is better than the setback. Thanks, those man. are the best movies. So. Yeah. So, man, it's right on, dude. It's like Rocky. Dude, no one likes a movie where everyone is good all the time. Yeah, everyone right. Up, down, and then back up. That's so. what's up, man. Yeah, man. Thanks very much. Absolutely, brother. Howdy. Great seeing you again, my brother. Absolutely. You know, it's like I saw you like seven months ago. I was counting. But, man, yeah. what a universe uh, of things that have changed in Myron Elkin's world. Yeah, we've just been hitting it hard, uh, getting lucky. That's really the name of the game. It's all about who you know and... Uh, what kind of luck you run into, honestly. Um, nothing we have done especially to uh, deserve to keep this thing going, but like I said, when it's there, we'll do it. What, what would you say the percentages of luck? Because you have to be super talented like you are, you're amazing, uh, hardworking as shit, you are, but you're right, there is like an element of luck, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'd say probably, uh, let's see, um, I'd say 45% hard work, Yeah. and then... Maybe 25% talent or something? Yeah. kind of luck or yeah, something? Yeah, like talent, you know, you can get by with, uh, if you ain't that, all that talented, you can get by with hard work, I think. If you just sure. practice and get good at your instrument, which I've tried to do, and it's uh, that's what really takes the time. And then uh, none of that comes together without the luck aspect. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a long road. It's, a, it's kind of like a lifestyle. I didn't really look at it as that when we first kicked it off. But, yeah, it's kind of a lifestyle kind yeah, of thing. I dig it, man. Dude, and like, let me ask you this because you know you've been in the business now. I think long enough, even though you're still so young, that that you're starting to see patterns. Maybe, maybe yeah. you start to see like, okay, so people are like fake, or or uh, maybe this is the way. What have you learned about the music 
business per se just from like you know the two three years where you've been like just riding high man uh there's flavors yeah flavors of the month or flavors of the year and um i think one of the things that kind of nags me is when somebody will run with a flavor uh they'll see something and start chasing it uh with us like trends you mean uh yeah trends or um or like just a style you know uh and to be honest with you i haven't really ever i don't have nothing worth bragging about financially or like fame wise but i i I do take pride in not following any kind of particular trend and just kind of staying in my my uh, what i want to do yeah um even though it might help me a little bit to uh, get on TikTok or something, you know. <laughs> Myron, that's we're talking off camera. That's why everybody loves you, man. You're authentic. You're you're charming, man. Just you know, just stay true to yourself because it's obviously working, brother. Yeah, well, I think it's that's good to hear because you know, I just like I said, I don't think I know it any other way. Yeah, uh, Myron, you have so many incredible shows this year. I mean, you have a packed year. We'll see you at a few of them. Do you have any that are like jumping to mind that you're really excited about? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, Bourbon and Beyond. Yeah, that um, lineup is stacked. Yeah, I'm a, a big fan of the Staple Singers, and yeah. Mavis Staple oh. is going to be there. And yeah. That's just somebody who is a pillar in American music. Um, is she someone that, like, you know, rattled your brain? Like, when you grew, when you were growing up, like, i give you an example. Like, when I discovered Jimi Hendrix Experience, yeah. that album, it, to me, it was like a before and an after. I just It just kind of changed my whole fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Was, there, like, was the Staples like that to you, or who, who did that to you? Um, I would say uh, the Staple Singers are newer for me because a lot of the gospel and uh, stuff I heard was more hillbilly, kind of yeah. like Hank Williams and that kind of stuff. Um, Staple, the Staple Singers kind of came when I got into soul music. Uh, yeah. One person who's kind of always been there and kind of always shaped a lot is John Fogarty and sure. uh, a lot of the country acts. I, I was just always a big country music fan, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I wish I could claim the staple singer thing, but now that's kind of newer for me. Yeah, it just never really, like I said, I came from a really like kind of just white hillbilly place. Sure. So when we listen to gospel, it was always kind of more in that direction, not so much as the soul kind of thing, you know. Yeah. What do you, What do you see? You know country is right now, uh, Myron, and, and you can be as frank as Oh, yeah. But, you know, obviously, the genre is, is as big as ever, but the music maybe is not everyone's flavor. It's like, I don't yeah. know, but it, it varies. What do you, what's your take on that? Uh, it's, you know, they're good people doing it. Yeah, sure. Loud and clear, I hear you. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're decent people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Myron, you know, you're on the road so much, and I've been talking to a lot of friends recently. Everyone's talking about mental health and all that. But, I mean, you love music. It's in your head all the time, and I yep. love that about you because I'm the same. But when you need that respite, you know, some people unfortunately go to, like, drugs or alcohol abuse, but some people go to yoga. Some yeah. people do, you know, just religion. I don't know. Where do you go when you really need, even if it's half a day, to just be, like, one with the earth and just kind of, like, disconnect and, and get your groundings together? Um, I, I haven't done that in a while. I think it might be the Midwest thing to kind of just bury everything. Yeah. And uh, be kind of uh, relentless. Sure. Um, so, you know, I've never really did any yoga or anything. I've thought about it, but it's just, um, I think just something wired in my head where you just keep on going. So you just, like, practice? Like, you, you still yeah. go to music? Yeah. I'll listen. I'll, you know. I'll play and I'll write. Um, and then I feel guilty if I don't do that. Yeah. Uh... But other than that, yeah, it's, I could see that where that would help a lot of people. But for me, you know, I do have times where I feel a little maybe burnt out or something, but 
something something in my head it just won't let me stop yeah so might be a good thing might be a bad thing but that's that's where i'm from i think that whole midwest kind of thing is you just keep going absolutely and if it gets you know hard you just bury it which is uh might be a bad thing like i said but you know that's just what i know (laughs) you know well listen man you got a big show ahead and i thank you for it so let me leave you with this I've seen you play now a handful of times, and it's always incredible to see the, pe- the, the people's experience that don't know your music. Yeah, yeah, that's the, most of them. <laughs> the 30, the thir- about 45 seconds after you start singing, they all come to the main stage, people stop what they're doing, and their jaws are on the floor. It never fails. Do you, do you feel that? Do you feel like, like you go out there with like a chip on your shoulder, but very quickly, like the bond is made? Uh, sort of. You know, I, I always, uh, I'm very jealous of people like James Brown, Michael Jackson, um, performers. Yeah. Um, I guess Elvis Presley would be a big performer too. Uh, I feel like they went out there to do, kind of had a chip on their, their shoulder and they, they laid it all out on the line and it was, it's crazy. It's just something I think for me, I just can't develop and I wasn't born with. Uh, most of the time when I come out there, I'm uh, uneasy and kind of uh, um, anxious, yeah. and uh, I kind of try to channel the stories of the songs right on. and kind of live in my head. So I don't really have much time to absorb a lot. Interesting. Just, I, just how I'm, you know. That's how you're wired. How I am, but uh, like I said, if I could be a kind of a James Brown character, or something like that, that looks like so much fun. I yeah. just, I've never been able to. Uh, uh, have that kind of uh, uh, tenacity or anything, sure. you know. But yeah, that's why that's why I love a lot of that kind of music, though, because they're coming at it from such a different uh, pers- perspective, and they, they just, especially James Brown, he just lays it all out there every show he did, you know. Um, so that's kind of like alien to yeah. me, and uh, I think everything music, everything. Uh, if I figure out the secret or too much of the formula of the music, I, I'm uninterested. Oh, but as long as there's something I can't understand, yeah, or that's so the curiosity, the mystery, the mystery behind it. I love that, and that's why I really dig old music as well. And yeah. I think Jimi Hendrix has so much mystery behind him because he's only here for a couple of years, and sure. uh, nobody's been able he was to figure left-handed out. Left-handed, like you. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I was saying I'm not left-handed. Oh, you're yeah, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, left-handed. They said, they said that that was one of his, like, besides his incredible. Person, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's like, you know, he, he, they say left-handers can do a trick or two. That's yeah, oh yeah. And, and I don't know what it was. Nobody <laughs> has ever been able to figure out what he did on that guitar and what he was, uh, how his brain worked, you he know? just from another galaxy. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's how I kind of feel about a lot of those older acts, so, Brother yeah. Byron, always a pleasure, dude. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.